Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Drama Llama Classroom Podcast. This is Mrs. Dumboya, and today we are going to be talking about literary theory. So please note that this episode is kind of an overview, and we'll get more into each of the different theories as we go along through this course. And there will also be a video on our website, dramalamaclassroom.com. So you can see how that looks as we go through examples of each theory. And then as we go through the course, we will also be seeing examples of what we're actually reading throughout the course and how they can be read through different lenses of literary theory. So let's jump into it. So basically, literary theory is different lenses. When we say lenses, think of it as trying on different glass glasses or different sunglasses and seeing how they change the world around you. Some are very dark, some are yellow, some are pink, that kind of thing. So when we're talking about literary theory, that's basically the same thing. You're putting on a specific set of glasses while you're reading a story and that leads to how you're going to interpret the story. So there are quite a few different types of theory. We're not going to get through every single one of them. But some of the ones that we are going to work on is going to be new criticism. And that's where you focus on the work itself. And you ignore everything about the author or your own feelings about the work. And some of you are very familiar with new criticism, actually. This is a lens that you use quite often um, in the last few years here in your English courses because this is also known as close reading and formalism. So whatever you use as close readers, that is you using a new criticism approach to these literary texts. And the next one that you might be familiar with is the reader response theory. And what that means is that you're taking your time to read through the text and you're thinking about your own reaction to the work. So you might see this when you finish The Close Reader and you're given a short essay prompt about your feelings and thoughts about the work itself. That is reader response theory. The next one we are going to be talking about is psychoanalytical theory. A lot of people really enjoy this one. This is where you're looking at the emotions and psychological state of characters in a story. And through this lens, you're evaluating other solutions that a character could have considered or other ways they could have responded to events. And so you're really looking at their psychological state of being and if they have any repressed feelings or wishes um, and if any emotionally significant events happen in the story that affect their psychological state. We then have the feminist theory or gender studies theory. And this is looking at the role that gender plays in a story. So this is looking at how the character's actions and desires relate to his or her gender and what the societal standards are for that character's gender. We then have the Marxist theory, otherwise known as the social class theory. And that's where you can analyze the role of different social groups and how they are represented in the text. So, do you see different class groups? Um, and by class, we need social class, uh, you know, like the wealthy, the haves, and the have-nots, that kind of thing. Um, are they identified by specific evidence in the story? And what is happening to these groups? And what is the social structure of the work listing these represented groups? So, kind of think Animal Farm, that kind of thing. What is the social hierarchy here? And that is kind of what Marxist theory is in a small little nutshell. 
We then have post-colonial theory, which is talking about the dominated and subjugated groups in a story and learn how certain groups are dominated through colonization. Um, so this is where you kind of identify the different cultures that are present in a story. And then you look at the cultures of both groups and you see how the dominant group views the subjugated group through the plot and the dialogue and the actions that happen in the story. And that leads us then to political and historical theories. And this is basically where you're looking for the support or rejection of particular political movements, or you're seeing how what was happening at the time historically left its mark on the story and impacted the author. Okay, so you're studying the historical background relevant to the story, and then you're finding out why it was significant. We then have biographical theory, and that's where you're studying the life of the author in order to understand the text. And so you're trying to find parallels between the author's actual life and the story, okay, and other relationships in that author's life and the story. And then we have the myth and archetypal theories, and that's where you're looking at texts that are in common with other stories and themes, and they represent larger patterns in society. We then also have critical race theory, and that's where you're exploring the natures of prejudice and biases and discrimination in relation to race. So this is trying to provide literary and cultural representations of diverse people and advocate for anti-bias education because you're seeking out diverse voices and experiences through the text and you're analyzing the role of race and power to identify and counter biases that you find in the text. And then we also have critical disability studies and that's a lens that we explore the meaning of what's considered normal and abnormal in relation to physical and mental capabilities. So you're looking at the representation of who is seen as normal and who is seen as abnormal and the discrimination that people with a disability face as a result. And so the whole point of this lens is to try to show that normal is subjective, okay? So what is one person's normal is not normal for another person. So those are the main theories that we are going to be looking at this year. Um, again, we will have a video up that goes a little bit more in depth in these. We will have some worksheets for you. And then as we get to each of our texts, we will go through a checklist and you, the student, will decide whether or not what you're reading falls into just one lens or if it can be viewed for, through several different lenses. And then we will have short little um, writing responses on that. So once we finish reading, say Beowulf, you guys will go through and decide what it falls into and then you'll write a short little um, two or three paragraph statement about why you think you can see it through this lens and then showing your evidence from the text. Um, and we're going to do that for each thing that we read. So you guys get to decide what lens you're looking through each work through. And we will have a checklist available for you for that. So you don't have to worry about if you don't understand it. Um, the checklist is very, very well thought out. And it makes it very clear so you guys can understand what makes something a specific lens that you can look through. So that is kind of the nitty gritty on our literary theory session. Again, be sure to look at our website because that's where you'll find the video for this. You will find the worksheets and all of that as well. And keep in mind, we're not really doing a whole segment on literary theory. Like it's not a unit on literary theory because we're stretching it throughout the whole year. 
So instead of us just spending a week on literary theory and moving on, we're actually going to talk kind of briefly about it, and then each time we read a text, we're going to bring up one of the lenses and discuss that lens in depth each time we move on to a different text. So, I can't wait to discuss this with you. I cannot wait to see what kind of lenses you prefer and what different ways you interpret the text. And until next time, this is Mrs. Demboya with the Drama Llama Classroom Podcast. Till next time.